You're a successful business owner or entrepreneur. You love it, but it consumes your entire day and sometimes your entire night. This is the Seven Figure Builder Show. It's a backstage pass to the minds of those who've already cracked the code. Welcome to the Seven Figure Builder Show. And now your host, Julie Baranek. Welcome to the Seven Figure Builder Show. My name is Julie Baranek, founder of Seven Figure Builder where we help high-achieving CEOs free up time with gorgeous automations to scale their business to seven figures and beyond. And I'm here today with my friend, Faith Hanna. How are you, Faith? Hey, I'm good, Julie. How are you today? I am fabulous. So for those that haven't had the pleasure of meeting you yet, can you tell us just a little bit about what you do with your business? So, um, well, whatever I do, I have to do it quick. Cause I'm a, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a, I, I'm a wife and a mom of two little bitties, a five-year-old and a two-year-old. And then I have barrel horses. I help in church. We help lead worship. I mean, I've, I'm homeschooling. So what I do in business has to be very efficient, very effective. And for the most part, my business could be summed up as an SEO and copywriting um, business. So I've got um, just one, like three branches, basically like one hour consulting calls. And then I have a course teaching people how to market their business online um, using organic marketing. And then I have like a done for you side with copywriting and SEO, but that's, that's pretty much me. I try to simplify everything and put it in normal human terms so that our brains can understand SEO and copywriting and marketing without feeling like we want to bang our heads against the wall. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. And for most people, I think SEO is a big, scary mess, right? Like we don't know mm -hmm. what happens behind the scenes. It's some magical thing that, Go that you know, Google does as far as rankings. Mm -hmm. Can you just explain in human terms, what is it? And, you know, how can people use it? Why, why so, do they care? Yeah. So essentially like SEO, the, the most basic definition that I've come up with is it's setting everything up on your website so that it can be easily found and categorized by Google. And that's just the basic essence of it. And there, there are factors that you don't see, you know, is from the consumer's perspective and there's factors that you do see. Um, and so there's a lot of heavy lifting on the front end for sustained results on the long end, you know, the long game. And for me, it really boils down to like, how can I serve my people best and get my solutions in front of the right people? And that's my whole goal with SEO. And then I went on the teaching side of it. I like to teach people in ways that don't require like a Harvard degree to understand or like an Urkel level. Because <laughs> I'm like, listen, I'm smart, but like, I don't wear pocket protectors for fun. Yeah. Like, I need to understand this. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So would you say with SEO, is it more a short-term plan or a long-term plan? Both, but more long-term. You know, I mean, let's be real. Like the short-term plan is booty shaking on Instagram. <laughs> and like, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just not about that life, you know? Like yeah. I don't mind being in front of the camera, but I don't want to have to use social media to grow my business. And so for me, I'd rather invest in, you know, really high quality pitches and, you know, for the short-term and long-term, great SEO for my business and for clients' businesses. Totally. And so does this apply to just a, one particular platform like WordPress or does this apply to all platforms? So I, as far as websites go, I really like show it as a website platform host. And then because they are married to WordPress for their blogging, mm -hmm. but for building websites like show, WordPress is just like, I can't do it. 
<laughs> I like show it. I like show it because you can do a lot of the really SEO friendly stuff, but it's a lot easier and it's pretty. <laughs> and I yeah. like pretty. Yeah. WordPress can be quite challenging unless you have like mm-hmm. plugins and all sorts of editors and stuff that, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of slap on top of it. So mm-hmm. gotcha. So you also do the copywriting, right? And mm-hmm. how well, would you say that they go hand in hand or what is the relationship there? Well, because to me, it doesn't matter how many people come to your website if they get to your website and it sucks, you know, totally. and it doesn't, and it doesn't speak to them. And I got into copywriting because I'm good with words. And I would have these friends who turned into clients and I'm like, listen, you have this amazing product, but your words are not showcasing how you help people and they're not speaking to the right person. And so just kind of throughout the years, I've married this SEO and copywriting to help people, you know, not, not just attract the right people, but keep the right people and turn those people that you worked your little tush off to get to your website, turn them into amazing clients because your words really resonate with them. Absolutely. And I mean, really, that is the secret behind Google's rankings is when Mm -hmm. people find what they're looking for. And I know that sounds so basic, Mm -hmm. but at its essence, it's that does the copy resonate? Are they finding the results they're looking for? Is it meeting their needs? Or are they just bouncing right away? Because that's what's going to get you those higher rankings in Google. Right. And it was so funny when that, that August, 2022 update came out and they're like, stop writing like a robot. I'm like, listen, y'all, you should never (laughs) write like a robot. I mean, robots might get you found, but robots aren't paying the doll, paying the bills. You know, people are like, you're here to serve people. So ultimately all of your content, all of your copy, everything that you do in business should be about serving people mm-hmm. and serving your people. And so if SEO is just a tool to get you there, like let's use it y'all like quit ignoring it. Like I know it's scary and it's intimidating and there's definitions out there that make no sense, but it is a tool. It's just a tool to help you serve your people. For sure. So speaking of robots, have you dug in much to the whole chat GPT thing and how that could potentially impact SEO? So yes and no, like some, I mean, I just, every AI tool I've ever used sounds like a robot Mm -hmm. and I don't like reading things written by robots. I don't know one single person who does. And so I think, I think tools like that are useful for helping to generate ideas Mm -hmm. and helping to get you started. If you're just like staring at a blank screen, don't know what to do, but I never, I'm never at a shortage for ideas of what to talk about. (laughs) Like, you should see my content lists. <laughs> and so, and to me, just personally, it's way harder to take something and edit it and like refine it than it is to just create from scratch. Mm-hmm. It's just the way my brain works. And I know that that's not the case for everybody. Some people like to take a transcript and edit it down, but like not me. Like I'd rather just like get out of my way. Let me create something from scratch. So I'm, I'm not using it. I mean, I, I may play with it someday just to be like, yeah. hey, what does this say? But no, I mean, ultimately, again, you know, SEO should be to serve people. Now is chat G, you know, is that going to be useful to some degree? Probably. But should you use that to write your content or come up with your, all, all your ideas? Like, no, no. Yeah, no. And I think, I think as time goes on and as these AI tools get more intelligent, I think we as humans are going to become even more sensitive to human written content. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like when the first um, robot, you know, phone calls that we used to get forever ago, right? And you become more and more sensitive as they get smarter and smarter. It's like, I think I'm talking to a robot. (laughs) I'm not really sure. 
but I'm pretty certain this is not a human, you know, I, that's kind of how I feel this will progress. Mm-hmm. Um, where right now, yeah, you can usually tell it's pretty techie. Like personally, I like to use Jasper as one of the tools. I don't use chat mm-hmm. GPT, but I mm-hmm. like Jasper just to like, you know, give me those ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but I find I am not a copywriting queen. So I love people like you because like, <laughs> I love to, you know, have people help with copy, but mm-hmm. I find personally, I do better transcribing mm-hmm. so I can get my, my personal voice out mm-hmm. better when I'm transcribing than when I'm writing. So yeah. that's been kind of a, a tip that I found that helps me because mm-hmm. I'm not, that is not my strength. Yeah. But even, but would you say that even as a, as a verbal processor, it's easier for you to just create verbally from scratch? Yeah. 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 It's when I'm I, writing that like my brain tries to organize it too much kind oh. of before. So I, yeah, I kind of get stuck sometime with writer's block. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. And it's, it's, to me, like one of the most fascinating things about business is, you know, you have your God-given strengths and your gifts, you know, and your brain made exactly like it is, you know, and you have something very particular and very, you know, amazing to offer the world that is different than me you know, and it's different than the girl down the street. And so it's just so fun to see how like everybody's strengths can play together and, you know, just be a blessing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No. And that, I think that's one of my favorite parts of this podcast is that I get to connect with such cool people and, you know, see what people's strengths are and, you know, collaborate and work together and like, it just forms some really cool relationships. So absolutely. Cool. Yeah. So we'll talk family. How do you juggle everything that you mentioned, homeschooling your kids and family and wife and mother and all those fun things? So fun story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I only work 15 to 20 hours a week, max. That's it. Um, When I'm in a sprint season, it's maybe like 25. Um, And I have an amazing, amazing support system. Um, My husband is like best ever. I could, I could shout his praises <laughs> from the rooftop. Like he's amazing. Um, he like just on the really practical tactile, like he cooks because I'm a terrible cook. I can yeah. do dishes and I'll clean, but he cooks. And so like, that's something that's off my plate that I'm not doing. My mom is amazing and she watches my kiddos two days a week. And so that's when I hustle my bustle and I work. And then also like, I've got some systems y'all. Like I am not reinventing the wheel <laughs> Yeah, ever. <laughs> ever. And so, and it's funny because I am a very creative brain person in a lot of ways, but I have so many systems and I'm so just like structured with my time and my systems now that when I have to start something new, I'm like, wait, how do I do this again? (laughs) Cause I'm very systematic. So, and I have, I have one person on my team. Um, she's amazing. She's been one of my best friends literally since middle school. And she has just She's just awesome. And she helps me with writing and VA work. And then I also have an internship program. So yeah, it's really, it's fun and it's fun to blend and balance. And, you know, like, am I scaling at the rate that I would, if I was working 80 hours a week, probably not, but that's okay. You know, I want, I want my business to serve my life, not my life to serve my business. So we are in church at least once a week serving there, which is so fun. My kiddos are like, very excited and involved there. Um, we homeschooling takes, you know, not a ton of time in the morning because my kid's five. Right. So it's not like an all day deal. Um, and then we just try to be, I'd love to say that we're minimalist, but we're not, and we're never going to be minimalist (laughs) because I have too many hobbies to me to be a minimalist. (laughs) 
but you know, it's just, it's a balance and it's fun. And usually it's not frustrating, but occasionally it's frustrating to like fit all the pieces together. But I've learned from some people and I've invested to learn from some people who are much more systematic in their thinking than I am, because I realized that that was not one of my strong suits. And so I knew if I wanted to grow that I was going to have to really hone in on my systems and get some automations going and just really push past that barrier of, you know, not wanting to be systematic. I'd rather just go bouncing through a field, you know, like throwing wildflowers, like (laughs) personality more so than like do this, do this, do this, do this. But I'm also really goal oriented, goal oriented. So I was like, listen, if I want to get there, I'm going to have to bust my butt to get there and work smarter, not harder. Totally. Mm-hmm. So what would you say are your favorite systems and automation that you use day to day? Hey, real quick, it's Julie. I just wanted to say thank you for listening every week. I absolutely adore you and so appreciate your time and your commitment to the show. And I truly love creating free content for you to grow your podcast and your business. And if you want to take our relationship to the next level, I know I would or you just want to monetize your podcast without ads or sponsorship, hop into my free web class that'll show exactly how. Just go to sevenfigurepodcastbuilder.com slash monetize, and I will see you there. Now back to the conversation. So I use a program called MeisterTask that I learned about through a program that I purchased from somebody named Chelsea Joe. Um, and I had tried, I say Meister task because I know it's not like a whole system, but it's a, you know, it's a project management system. I, tr- I had tried every other one out there and they just didn't work for my brain. It, it didn't, it just never registered. And I mean, it like I set it up, but it was like, this never fits. And um, I'm kind of a jump first and build a parachute on the way. <laughs> down kind of person yeah. anyway. So like, I was not the girl watching all the tutorials before she set up the thing. I just set up the thing and did right. it and, and figured it out as I went along. Um, and Meister Task is the only one that worked for me there. Um, so one of my core systems is, is I set up my workflow every week. I know mm-hmm. when I'm starting my, my day Monday, I know I'm doing this and this and this on Monday, this and this and this on Tuesday. I know how long everything's going to take. I know when I need to do stuff as far as like when my kids are awake, you know, if they're playing nicely, I can crank out five emails. I know when I can't be creating content, when I can't be recording a podcast. So I've got everything really, really planned out as far as that goes. And then I, I use... I use templates like they're going out of style mm-hmm. and not in a like, um, you know, sounding like a robot kind of way, <laughs> but I just like, I, I don't need to read with the wheel, yeah. you know, as far as like my content creation goes. I mean, so probably my project management system would be my number one system that I use. That's not, it's, there's a little bit of automation there, not mm-hmm. a ton, but you know, enough to like not have to really use brain power every yeah. single moment. No. And that's a huge time saver. Uh, you know, once you figure out that system that works or take one that someone else already figured out even better and then just mm-hmm. adapt it to your business. But mm-hmm. yeah, my brain is the type to, if I'm going to do it, you know, once I want to figure it out to do it 50 times over, because then I know I've got something I can repeat over and over again. So it just, mm-hmm. for me, it's easier in the long haul. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm very systematic in my brain too. Mm-hmm. So you merit, you mentioned barrel racing mm-hmm. and you're a horse girl. I'm a horse girl yep. too. Oh, do you have horses currently? Me too. Yeah, I have one. 
Nice. Yes. No. So we have, I have, well, I have three and a half horses. Nice. <laughs> I've got a, I've got a mare that's bred and do this. Oh, awesome. I'm, <laughs> I am like, I'm probably more excited for this cult than I was. Okay, let's just be real. <laughs> I mean, okay. So that's a slight exaggeration, but I just love, I love, love, love baby horses. And I know, that, I know that they're fillies and colts technically, but in my heart, they're baby horses and I love them so much. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I've got two, I've got my old finished barrel horse. Who's like, she's just push button, like a monkey could sit on her backwards and she'd run a perfect pattern That's that awesome. I have kind of passed on to my daughter. Um, and then I've got a, what should we call her? Um, a rehab project is a nice word. She is, she has a list of quirks longer than my arm. She is just, she's special. I'll put it that way. She's <laughs> special. I've got her. She's pretty much a finished barrel horse. She just needs me to ride her. She likes me and that's about it. And then I have my broodmare who is, I got her, um, just kind of in a weird dispersal deal, hoping that I could take her and get her legged up and run her and sell her. But she's, she's got a knee that kind of hurts her a little bit. So she can't run anymore, but she's bred really well. And so I was like, you know what, let's get a baby out of the deal. (laughs) So we've got a bun in the oven and my little horse, and she's just the cutest little pregnant mare that ever was. She's just happy as can be pregnant. So that's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So do yeah. you do it competitively or just for yeah. fun or? Yeah. Well, everything I do is competitive. Like, let's just be real. I mean, I, <laughs> I eat dinner competitively, Julie. Like, I'm like, I'm going to win. Right. I'll be done first. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I compete as much as I can. Um, right now I'm just honestly in a building season with my business. So I'm like, listen, I can bust my little tush for 15, 20 hours a week in the cracks here and build a really successful business. And then, you know, maybe afford a really nice barrel horse in a few years <laughs> right. or I can keep, you know, having fun with, but kind of wasting a little bit of time with my current projects. So um, I'll go some this summer, but where we live, we are literally two hours away or further from every possible horse event. And so it's, you know, it's an all day, all weekend deal to go. And so we'll go occasionally. I'm not going, not hauling super hard right now. just don't really have the horses to go as hard as I want to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. I have. What do you do? I, I ride for pleasure. Um, that, and I do Liberty training. So those have been my, my fun, but, uh, yeah, I have a Palomino quarter horse. His name is Simba and he's, he's my buddy. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah. But one of my horses, when I was a teenager that we had gotten from somebody else was Mm -hmm. a barrel racer. And so I used to at least pretend, you know, in the pasture when I was riding and she could turn on a dime and it was so much fun. So I do, I play with, you know, with Simba with some pretend barrel racing. We'll say it's not the, uh, the serious competition kind, but it's for fun. It's probably smarter. You probably (laughs) spend a lot of money not doing, not, not being serious about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an expensive habit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but they're so much fun. They are. They are. Yeah. So you've got lots going on, obviously, right? Looking at your family, your business, your horses. What would you say? How do you find? How do you define success? So this is probably, um, I don't know, not maybe your typical answer, but 
my version of success is at the end of my life, when I'm standing before my creator, I want to hear well done, good and faithful servant. Um, and I truly believe that we have each been given gifts and callings to use to bring glory to God. And so sometimes it's really easy for us to look at those and be like, oh, well, if I'm gifted and I'm, then I'm going to be in the pulpit ministry, or if I'm gifted, I'm going to be, you know, like serving in the church. And I do think that that's important. I get the opportunity to lead worship at least once a month in my church. And I love, love, love it, you know, and I always want to be sewing into my church there, but also like I have a brain for business, you know, and my heart is to help other entrepreneurs use their gifts and market their businesses well. And so success for me is truly just doing what God has given me to do and listening to his leading and just being obedient. So that, that is success for me. And right now, obviously I have small children. So that stewarding them well and loving them well and training them well is part of that definition of success, you know? And so just obedience really, honestly, is my definition of success. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. My, my faith is to my core. So I definitely appreciate where you're coming from and that's, it's part of everything I do. So yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. Um, so what can people expect from you next? You've got lots going on with your course, your, your, um, all the services that you provide. Well, gosh, if I knew, I would tell you <laughs> <laughs> right now, I'm just like head down being faithful. So, um, I've got my podcast and I love, love, love doing that so much. And then I have the coaching aspect of my business. I busted my little tuchus to create a course and release that January 5th. And so I just really want to nurture those. And then, you know, my, my agency side of copywriting and SEO consulting, you know, that's obviously like, I can't help as many people at a time with that, but it's still super fun for me and content writing and like helping the one-on-one -on -one clients because I get to get in your business, like figure <laughs> out all the things and figure out how to fix the things and like really help you and get to know you. Um, so honestly, like I'm just head kind of head down doing those things. Like I'm constantly learning more about SEO and how to capitalize on that and how to help people you know, simplify their, their online lives with, you know, really strategic SEO application, um, and what they actually need to do versus what they don't need to do. Um, but I'm just kind of head down, like doing those things. Like if there's something new on the horizon, I don't know about it yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's pretty smart to just work with what you got and, mm -hmm. you know, get the word out and get people coming in, which mm -hmm. speaking of which, how can people find you? Where can they, you know, how can listeners support you in your work? So really my podcast is probably the most fun way. Um, and it is simple SEO and marketing. And then my website is faithhannon.com. Um, and all the things are on there. And my podcast is probably the best way to hear from me. I'm not active on social media. Ain't nobody got time for that right now. Um, <laughs> so my podcast and, and that's just the best way probably. Awesome. And we'll have all the links below. So cool. if you had the attention of the whole world for five minutes, what would you tell them? Mm. Well, first of all, I would tell them that Jesus loves them and that they matter and that, you know, the gift and the calling that God gave them is not by accident that you can do something that literally nobody else can do like you do it. And so for you to lean into the creator and lean into your gifting, you're going to find more fulfillment and more peace into leaning into him and how he created you to function um, than 
any other way, you know, and then to take that gift and use that gift in the marketplace to serve people is so fun. It is so fun. It's challenging, but when you know that it's something that you've been gifted to do and you're really leaning into God and how to do it, it's like you have your own personal business coach who <laughs> created the world. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, God, like you figured out a uh, kookaburro. I'm pretty sure you can help me figure out figure out my business. Like, <laughs> right? You knew you knew a kangaroo would need a pouch. You can help me figure this out. Like, <laughs> exactly. So just, yeah. So just really to lean, if I if I could tell the whole world something in five minutes, that would be it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Faith. I really appreciate you being on the show with us today. And if you found value in this episode, please share it because that's how people find us. Mm-hmm. But thank you. Thank you so much for being on today. Well, thank you, Julie. I appreciate it so much. And I hope you get some nice sunshine, warm <laughs> to go ride Simba and, you know, continue helping people with their systems and their automations because it's so, so needed, especially people with brains like mine that would rather bounce around a field and wild, wildflowers. <laughs> that's fun too. Yeah. <laughs> My pleasure. Absolutely. And you can find me at sevenfigurebuilder.com. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. You've been listening to the Seven Figure Builder Show with Julie Baranek. Julie cut her teeth consulting for Fortune 500 companies worldwide. And now she's redirected that knowledge and power to support entrepreneurs like you. She focuses on relationship-based lead generation and the magic of podcasting. If you're looking to elevate your business through storytelling, branding, and efficient systems, well, you found your new home. It's what we do. If you enjoyed the show and got something from it, make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Instagram at Seven Figure Builder. Find the website at sevenfigurebuilder.com. And to learn how to automate your podcast with Julie, find that site at sevenfigurepodcastbuilder.com. See you next time on the Seven Figure Builder Show.